and welcome to the third installment of our Sports on the Porch podcast. We are again recording live and unedited uh, in the Screen Porch studio and tonight in front of a live studio audience. We're excited for that. Um, by the way, if you ever want to come and watch a recording of this, they're pretty uventful, but sometimes, you know, uh, we get a little crazy. We get a little crazy. Weird, weird and wacky stuff, Matt. Yeah. I'm excited to be here tonight, um, and for the first time in front of that live studio audience, I feel a little bit more pressure, actually. Yeah, I can tell. You're sweating a little bit, and uh, I can smell it from here. Um, deodorant, maybe next time. That'd be great check what's the temperature this evening speaking of warmth according to the wheaton dumont co-op thermometer we have a lovely 72 degrees this evening as the sun is just setting in the beautiful midwest sky my goodness that is beautiful yes well if you were in the live studio audience you'd be able to see that mm -hmm. uh, josh as we start all of our programs what's in your cup well, tonight I'm mixing it up. I'm jumping off the IPA or double IPA bandwagon and going with um, a vacation anniversary beer. So it was one year ago that my wife and I were on a trip to Iceland and Norway, and there I discovered the Viking beer. Um, love the Vikings, and turns out I love Iceland Viking beer as well. So I've got the Viking Steaker beer, and I'm sure I butchered that name because Icelandic is the most difficult language to learn in the world, uh, studies have shown. Um, this this is a strong lager, 7% uh, alcohol by volume, and I love the um, symbols on here. So you're not supposed to drink when you're pregnant, apparently, nor while driving a vehicle, but we do want you to recycle. So... Thank you for that, Iceland. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're not going to be driving tonight, and uh, I don't think you're pregnant. Well, thank you very much for noticing that, Matt. So back to tonight's beer. It's a strong Icelandic lager beer. I'm not one to generally drink lagers. I, I much prefer my ales. Uh, this IP, this is not an IPA, um, but it is very strong, um, which I do like. Um, the lagerness, it's it's a little bit sharp, not as fruity, but uh, I'll, I'll get through this beer and, and again, enjoy uh, that Icelandic Viking beer. Great. That's wonderful. Um, uh, and I'm, again, drinking water this evening. Unfortunately, I've become big time now, and uh, unfortunately, you did not read my contract. So next time, it's got to be the Fiji water at 42 degrees precisely. So keep that in mind. Um, I've also been handed a note here that uh, if you care to join our uh, live studio audience uh, treats will be provided so I don't see any treats but whatever um, so here we go let's start out right away real quick about a uh, little evaluation on the number two preseason game Minnesota Vikings versus the Seattle Seahawks or as you like to call them the Sea Chickens the chickens yes they were in town for for uh, game number two yes and I'm gonna have to turn to you for your insight on this game Matt I was unavoidably detained with my first fantasy draft of this this season I had an auction draft so I, I had to have my full concentration with that I couldn't even turn away for a second otherwise I would have lost out on a player so take it away well, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Again, the starters were the starters. Um, some people say they started out slow, but, you know, they they did their job. And, again, this is preseason game two for them and, and really sort of, uh, sort of a kind of 
not a game that they're really interested in. Uh, I saw I saw Thielen um, had three catches, 45 yards, as I look at the box score. He did, and, you know, again, that's what we kind of expect out of him. So, again, doing what he's expected to do. Uh, again, the first team is, is doing really exactly what uh, is expected of them. But what's really impressing me is the number two and number three offense uh, players who are vying for positions. You know, there's a you know there's a big incentive, obviously, to be uh, playing in the NFL and and to be on the 53-man roster. And I'll tell you that there's some people that are really competing against, um, you know, for maybe a number two slot, maybe a number three slot, or even a number five slot, say in the wide receiver. The first one I want to talk about is Brandon Zilstra. I know we talked about him last week. I'm really high on him. You're a big Zilstra guy. I am a big Bil- Zilstra. I, well, maybe. I think I love the Adam Thielen story, so I want to say that Zilstra could certainly follow in those footsteps. Um, the thing I like about him is that he, you throw him the ball, he catches it. That's really he, as simple it is. Well, according to his box score, five for five, uh, targets and receptions, 37 yards and a touchdown. That's so right. you're singing it. I, Tell him the I, truth. I know that he's going against number two and three defenses, but still, um, he's doing pretty well with that. Uh, I think he challenges not to, not to say that BB, your your buddy, is going to be falling down the list, but uh, he certainly caused a interception by stopping his route. It's kind of a controversial play. A lot of people thinking that uh, you know it wasn't his fault. But it was, uh, if you go back and look at the replay. So looking at the Vikings uh, roster there, I would say that I'll, I'll amend my previous show statement. Jordan Taylor is out and Bra- Brandon Zilstra is in as the uh, Vikings' fifth wide receiver. That'd be fantastic. Um, and I think there's a good competition at at a uh, running back. Boone is showed, you know, I know his stats don't show it, but he looked really good on uh, on the number two game, so on Sunday night. So I think he's, you know, I think Madison is still your number two, but Boone's going to make a make a push for that, uh, and I think he makes the team. And he, and he got some run last year for the Vikings and showed well during that time. Um, how about uh, my favorite young player for the Vikings on the defensive side, Hercules Mata'afa? Mata'afa made a name for himself, but uh, and I, I love the name too, and I hope he makes the team. Um, the other thing, I was really looking more at offense than defense, although uh, I'll tell you that Brothers looked pretty good, but now his stock has gone down after he missed that interception. And he even told, uh, uh, I believe he told PA afterwards that he was uh, he's going to be thinking, dreaming about that uh, every night now, and made probably more of a nightmare than a dream, but... I, I can't believe he missed it. He had two opportunities to put it in his hands, but he didn't do it. Um, the thing that I'm most interested in is who's going to be our number two quarterback. Obviously, Kirk Cousins, we're not going to uh, argue against anybody competing for his job. We're paying him $84 million. Why would anybody else start? Thank God. We are a sports <laughs> show, and we, we wouldn't venture to g- no, guess anything like that. No, we would lose uh, the few listeners that we currently have. But... Sean Mannion and Kyle Sloter. Kyle Sloter looked like a beast. Uh, he looked incredibly uh, athletic, is the word that I'm going to use. His athleticism was above and beyond, really, even Kirk Cousins. But um, it, he's just amazing for, you know, for a third-year quarterback. Uh, he looked 
he looked veteran. So, well, and, and I would argue going against a third team like he does, uh, he should look as the veteran out there playing against a lot of rookies and undrafted free agents. Sean Mannion sounds like the guy. He, he was with the Rams last year, comes over to the Vikings, and is what you want for a second quarterback. Sloter, uh, as much as we like him watching him in the preseason, I don't think the, the Vikings do, and I think he's on that roster bubble likely to get cut. Well, or maybe even a practice squad. We'll see. Well, moving on quickly here to the Twins. Uh, we won't be doing any fantasy tonight, um, and we'll get to that later as to why we're not doing that tonight. But um, Twins, real quickly, <laughs> one out of three for the against the Chicago White Sox. This is a team that needs to beat the teams that are uh, have records below 500. What's going on there? I think what we're looking at was a long four-game series at Texas. All the games were over 100 degrees, and that took a lot out of the Twins. You had players like Max Kepler uh, getting pulled from the game on Sunday uh, due to a heat-related illness, and that carried over into Monday. They got down by a long Jose Abreu home run, a three-run shot early in that game, and they tried to scrap together a few runs but ended up losing that one 6-4. Got a good night's sleep in their bed and came out and kicked the crap out of the White Sox on Tuesday. What, 14-6 that one was, uh, seven runs in in the eighth inning. When that team is swinging and hitting like they are, uh, like they did in that eighth inning, they're so hard to stop, and uh, that's really where that excitement is at with with the Twins in Target Field. Looking at today's game against Lucas Giolito, he's been on and off throughout the year one of the best pitchers in the game. Uh, 12 strikeouts, complete game against the Twins. Every once in a while, you just run into the pitchers when they're on, they're on, and and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, Even as good a hitters as the Twins are, um, that that happens. That's baseball. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen on a regular basis. And I don't think the White Sox are that bad of a team overall. Um, but looking at the the Tigers and the, the Royals, they're really the dredges of the, the American League Central. So going forward here, we, we, you know, we have the easiest schedule in Major League Baseball uh, to finish out the year. What do we got to do to, you know, maybe even go over 500 to the end of the year is that possible i mean we've got to maintain our lead i sure hope uh according to that if we're playing teams that are that bad um we'll be over 500 um as a whole uh, that 600 winning percentage like the the twins are currently carrying is going to continue on as we beat up on the tigers and the royals we're going to have some good battles um against the white Sox, but i think uh, we come out on top the rest of the year yep. uh, in that. And then Cleveland, we're going to split that down the middle, I think, the rest of the year. Yeah, and we have a tough go against uh, the Red Sox, too, who are always a tough team. Um, but we do have Cleveland two more times uh, before the end of the year. But you're right, Detroit and the Royals are significant opponents for us uh, to finish out the year. So we just need to step up and destroy those teams. I mean, this is a team that has the capability of really destroying anybody, but um, at, the, at least on the offensive side. I, I think one key as we look toward that September uh, time frame is the, the end of the season call-ups. Um, Brewster Gratterall uh, coming up, 
uh, pitching now in AAA, and I think he's going to be ready to go uh, for one inning here or there of relief for the Twins. He threw 104 miles an hour, so looking forward to him joining the team. Uh, there's a couple other young arms that are going to uh, supplement the bullpen, and the Twins are going to have uh, a nice pitching staff, at least in the bullpen, young arms that teams haven't seen heading into the playoffs. 104 miles an hour, that's uh, just slightly slower than you drive. That's pretty good. And hopefully nobody in the police department's listening. They, If they see that, I slowed down, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, good. That's fantastic. Well, I appreciate your insight on the Twins. I hope that, uh, um, again, this is just a, a blip on the radar. They did come off a sweep, a four-game sweep of the, of the Rangers. So there's certainly a... You know, obviously a, a light at the end of the tunnel that we've been looking at all year. So let's continue that. Go Twins. The last thing, obviously, we're going to skip fantasy talk this evening. Because but why are we skipping fantasy? Why I love talking fantasy football. I, I know you do, but we're not going to talk about it in this program. I'm sorry. Well, that's fine. We're going to dedicate a whole show to it then. How about that? Okay. Why don't you tell fine. the audience about what we're going to do with that? Well, tune into our special fantasy football episode, which I'll do three mock drafts in. One from the two-hole, one from the six-hole, and one from the 11-hole, all in standard format, so you can get an idea of what it's like to be uh, drafting in those various positions at the beginning, middle, and end of drafts. How many holes do you have? Oh, this just got weird. A little bit, but you started it. You talked about all these holes. I so. did. Can we just finish with what's in my bowl, please? Yes. This I'd is so love, awkward I right would, now. Yeah, you seem to be squirming in your chair. What is in your bowl, Josh? Well, just like I took a little turn from my IPAs and my what's in my cup, I'm actually taking a turn for what's in my bowl, moving away from the sugars, sugary cereals, uh, showing a healthier, um, more figure-friendly side to myself, going with the Kellogg Special K Blueberry with Lemon Custard Clusters cereal this evening. Um, Kellogg's came out with this cereal about eight months ago, um, at, at least up here, and this is just a great cereal. The one tip I do have for this cereal, because those blueberries and lemon clusters fall down to the bottom, um, before you open up your bag of cereal, really give that a big shake to get all those blueberries and, and lemon clusters to the top so you can enjoy some of those in your first bowl while that, that cereal bag is fresh. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at your cereal bowl right now, and I see a lot of lemon clusters. I just don't see any blueberries. They're hiding right under. Oh, I see. There they here. are. They're, they're actually a little bit smaller, and I wonder if uh, some of them are covered with lemon as well, which that would be delightful. Well, I look forward to watching you eat that. Um, I always enjoy watching you eat cereal. Um, and if you ever do want to watch Josh eat cereal or pour, pour cereal in a bowl... Oh, or the shenanigans that go on before and after these podcasts, feel free to stop by, send us an email. and um, There's limited space available for our live studio audience, but you're always welcome and you get to go watch the sunset. Please uh, tune in to our uh, podcast immediately following this one, which will be dedicated to fantasy football and a fantasy draft. So for those of you who are drafting this week, uh, or early next week, this will be a great opportunity for you to uh, uh, gain the knowledge of Josh, who has been a fantasy player for many, many years. Uh, comes with a lot of experience. 
And as you said before, the other, your opponents in your fantasy leagues are getting an insight that they don't normally get year to year. That's part of the fun part. I'm going to see how it all shakes out this year, and uh, hopefully I end up on top or somewhere near the top, as usual. As well. Look at you, big talker. We'll see uh, again, and we'll see how that goes after you share all your knowledge. We want to thank you for tuning in to this, um, this podcast. We are currently on iTunes. We've been approved for there, and we are also on Spotify. If you... Uh, follow us on spotify uh if that's your listening choice once you follow us as we drop new episodes on on there you'll get alerts uh, that that a new episode is ready for you to listen to so check that out that's pretty cool it's very cool and um i'm sure the same happens for itunes but we haven't gone out there yet to experiment if you do go out on spotify and that's your choice uh you can just search for sports on the porch and our podcast will come right up in all episodes that we've recorded. Uh, these episodes get uploaded within 24 hours of, uh, of the time that we record them, so they'll be all set and ready for you to listen to. Again, thank you for listening, and have a great evening, everybody. Win Twins. Skull Vikings.